0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast, episode three five four. I have a good one tonight, actually, because there's a a lot of stuff happening now, a lot of stuff coming up, and uh, brought some of the, the good people together here. We do we do have Sean coming in after the Knicks game, I guess, is over or out of reach, one way or the other. I don't really know what where it is right now in the in like the the game itself quarter wise or whatever, but well, he'll, he'll be popping in. So last time he was on here when the Knicks were playing it, it didn't go over well. So he'll, uh, he'll be in here hopefully in the next like 20 or 30 minutes, but joining me tonight, we have MVG.
1: Hello. Hello. It's great to be here.
0: It is good to have MVG here who uh, actually is uh, one of the people who played Foam stars. So I did (laughs) did not see that one coming.
1: (laughs) The Splatoon killer. Played
0: You'll it. Be able to uh, to give me some thoughts on that because I think we uh, I think I, I played it too and I think we might have some very similar thoughts OJ as well probably OJ how you doing
2: I'm doing good yes I also played Foam Stars and yeah I have thoughts on the game <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah I'm doing good thanks to everybody that came out to the pre show as well it was fun
0: we have Evan as well yep Josie wasn't feeling well tonight she'll be back with us next week but. We're kind of expecting some Nintendo stuff coming up here soon. So, uh, and I think she's going to get Mario versus Donkey Kong. So she'll be able to give us our thoughts on that when she's, when she's back with us next Saturday night. But tonight we, we do have the Xbox stuff to go over because it was just one of the craziest weeks I've ever, I've ever seen in gaming ever, whether it's the response from the community, all the Twitter spaces, it was wild stuff. So we'll we'll go over, uh, we'll go over some of the stuff that happened as well as what we can expect from their business event. This week, this is called a business event. We have uh, some of the Nintendo stuff where they had the sales that happened. There was a really funny he- headline about their unique propositions that they're going to have. So I want to throw that in there. And we had some games that came out. Helldivers 2 Foam Stars, Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth State of Play, and a demo. So a lot of a lot of gaming stuff to, to go over here today. I do want to give a, a shout out to the Spawncast Network. Make sure you check that out as uh, Game & Talk uh actually went up and had a lot, a lot of interest. People really enjoyed the show uh, this past week. So check that one out. I also want to give a shout out to some of the producers here. We got Trent A., William Hogue, Mr. Joby, Joshua Butts, John O., Achievement, and then The Game Orb, who's stuck with us sponsoring once again. Shout out to The Game Orb. Make sure you check out their channel. I will have their, their YouTube link below. They also have uh, Twitch that they run. So check all of that out down there. Shout out to the Game Orb for sticking with us over on the Spawncast Network. Make sure you check that out. And we have, uh, we, we also discussed some of the, we, we talked about going back in time. MVG and I were going to play a game, like a, uh, an, a game that's 20 years old. And we left it up to the community to vote. And I was going to, depending on what game won, I was going to go around and pick somebody to play the game. And it was actually MVG's suggestion anyway that won. And that was Half-Life 2. People want us to go back and play Half-Life 2.
3: I'd be more than happy to go back one. and play do, that game. Do they want well, you to that's... play the original? Cause there's a lot of interesting modded versions of that game not... involving like AI voiceovers and stuff like that that mm. are funny.
0: Interesting. I don't yeah. know. I don't know how it's gonna work because MG brought up a good point that the game has seen so many updates that even if I popped the disc in from the original it would update through Steam. So I'm not sure what version I would be playing um but i wanted to do at least the one with ray tracing like the art you know all that stuff just just to see it in a new light but really it's going to come down to less how it looks more about the core concepts like the the like the be able to manipulate physics and stuff in the game see how that's aged and then some of the story stuff so uh mbg how are you feeling about revisiting half-life 2
1: love it i i can revisit that game every single day if you want me to i love half-life 2 it's one of my favorites
0: yeah you made a video recently on it with the original xbox didn't you or the yep. ps2 you did the half-life one so you're okay you're you're deep in with half-life then all right good. yeah ahead.
1: so I, d- I did half-life one on the ps2 and i did the half-life 2 on the og xbox because a lot of people don't even know that, that version exists and a lot of people remember it as being very very sluggish which it is i mean i'm not going to sugarcoat it but what was really cool about half-life 2 like see John I'm already talking about it what was really great about half-life 2 on the original xbox was that it was their original port of the source engine to console so that was the first their first kind of entry into uh console development with the source engine so that's kind of what started it all for them on on console of course we got it's the orange blue, box later and everything
0: a blue bottom disc on the ps2 if i, don't, if I remember uh I
1: remember. yeah it was only it's only like 500 megabytes. The, uh, the you know the the ISO. It's not a big so that, game. That'll
0: be fun. That'll be fun. Yeah, I'm gonna look for it. And then uh, I think Nate and uh, I think Sean, <laughs> they were less enthused about Half Life too. So I think they. Uh, <laughs> I think they were going to take the the runner up in the poll and they might do twin snakes. So we might get two. might mg and I might tackle half-life 2 They're going to tackle twin snakes. I don't know. I don't know. You can, you can ask them OJ, you might be able to jump in on that with them. If you haven't played it in a while and you're interested, <laughs> they're doing the twin snakes run. Basically we have to run, we have to play through the game and then give our thoughts now, 20 years later. So mm. 2004 was a stacked year in games. That was an interesting it, poll. Like it, it like, really was. Yeah. A lot of stuff was in there. Chron- I, I will say I kind of was pulling for Chronicles of Riddick. Uh, return to butcher but i actually wanted to play through that again but it did good not it did not get many votes Never Speed underground two almost went out so
1: that's a good game too great Some game, great yeah. games good year in
0: <laughs> good year so let's uh let's let's start up you know we're gonna start with now oh, why not? we'll get out of the way foam stars <laughs> so i i know sean didn't even touch foam stars he was busy making fun of it rather than actually trying it but uh foam stars released in the PlayStation Plus. Probably the best move that they could have done because I saw the the Metacritic went up the other day and it was like a 59 I think right now. Yeah. And I downloaded it again. It's on PlayStation Plus. You know, I hit a few buttons it downloads. All right, fine, we'll try. I didn't try it in the beta, so this is my first attempt at it. And I played four matches, and then I uninstalled the game. <laughs> it's <laughs> uh, it's not a very good game. It, it I I feel like people were really happy with the. I thought there were people who were pretty happy with it in terms of like summer game fest. I don't know if that was more controlled, like the, the, the setup, the multiplayer or something where they had like one map, one specific game type, or I don't know, something. But when I played this game, I had no idea what was going on.
2: Yeah. That's the biggest issue. The visually, like the, the, the messiness on screen is just bad. <laughs> that's something that I complained about in the, um, in the beta, you know? pretty much the same for the most part and it's just it's visually it's just tough to see what's
3: even going on man i feel yeah, like i feel I, like that's uh, something companies was, forget in competitive games this is the need to yeah. know what you're looking at every time
0: they try to do the thing with like splatoon when you when you you know shoot paint everywhere it stays on the ground this like bubbles up like you make little mountains out of this stuff mm-hmm. and it just gets in the way the idea is you have a surfboard or you know something you surf around on but it just gets you around a little faster, I guess. The idea the idea with Splatoon is that the action basically never stops because it never has to. In this game, you have to hit a button to reload. And once I did that, I was like, that slows everything down. That's not great. Because Splatoon, you reload basically while you're, you refill while you're moving, right? They've worked it in the traversal, just clever. This first tried to be Splatoon, but didn't take, I think, the best part of it, which that's a core component it, and
2: it should have I, been more of a clone, to be honest.
0: Yeah, that's that's something that I you have to like hit the person with your surfboard when they're foamed up, and that's how you eliminate them. And it, I I, I think I won half the games, and I don't even know how it happened. So I I don't know, MVG, you you were out too. You you said you played like two matches, you were done.
1: You know the chat, you know, always says that I, I'm always negative, I'm always grumpy, right? but <laughs> This game fucking sucks. I mean let's let's not sugarcoat it. It's so bad. I played two matches and I played through the tutorial. So I sat through the tutorial, I played two games, and I uninstalled it as well, John. I I just if if there's something if there's some type of gameplay loop that's supposed to be, you know, like crack. I'm not I'm not getting it. I don't know what I'm missing, but I have exactly the same criticisms as you guys do. Like I don't really know what I'm supposed to do in the game. I guess maybe I need to stop thinking it like as a game like Splatoon and maybe just take it on its own merits. But at the end of the day, the game is just so confusing. Um the, the way that the foam, the different colored foam kind of clashes. Is really kind of jarring on the screen. It's very, very difficult to kind of figure out where you are and if you're in the enemy's foam or if you're in your foam. Um, so overall, it's a miss for me. I uninstalled the game pretty quickly. I and the other thing I get a, go ahead. I was saying you get to look
0: at the microtransactions. <laughs> oh
1: I, I saw. God. I I had. I took a glance at all the Woo, you know I saw all the, the price. I was like, wow. Yeah. All the. I didn't really look at the price too closely but there was it was riddled with mtx obviously which is fine i mean I, I get that i get i get what they're trying to do with this game the other thing that really annoyed me was the performance like it mm. it was like it start gets it's starting to get like you know choppy for no real reason and if you're if you're trying to make a game like that splatoon style of gameplay, You can't have any frame drops. You can't have any issues like that. It has to be silky smooth. And that really kind of bugged me as well. So I don't know. It was a miss for me. I installed it.
0: Yeah, fortunately, it was PlayStation Plus. So I tried it and I was like, "Eh, I'm good. I'm going to move on. I I just don't know if this game's going to like we see these games get shut down very quickly if they don't work out. I I don't think Foamstar is going to make it to the end of the year. (laughs) I really don't. Unfortunately, I doubt it uh i I think square is has shown that they are very quick to move on if it's just not working out for any of these games, so I'm kinda in that boat where that's unless something crazy happens and they completely revamp it or figure something out i I think this is months maybe of life before it's gone, but that's foam stars, so there you go <laughs> i got four matches out of me, and I was out so that was it not good but but There was another game. One that I had to search far and wide to find someone who would play it with me. (laughs) And that is Helldivers 2, released for $40. It's on PC. It's on PlayStation 5. There's cross-play. Cross-progression is coming later. And you know what? This game is awesome. It is really good is re- so originally MG I I, I I told some of you guys this cuz i was playing i played like the first two missions it was just me playing i'm like i don't know i guess this is it's okay it's kind of like an it's an arcade shooter at, at its core but once i got people who started to join my join in cuz they can just join in randomly when you're looking to drop in and then i uh, i had played a few rounds with uh with Ryan Mystic Ryan the game opened up and got significantly better like some of these bugs you fight against, like some of them are smaller ones that, it, that you, you can just blast away. Others are massive and you actually have to work together with people to, to take them out because they have certain weak points uh, or you can blow off limbs and they'll kind of fall over and you can, you can attack them that way. But what you are essentially playing is starship troopers, basically the whole time.
2: It's, everyone, that's what it is. Everyone kept saying that when I was playing, when I streamed it, it's like, this is like Starship Trooper. I'm like, yes, I know, I know. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> they kept saying it, it over and over. <laughs> if they had licensed Starship Troopers and put that title there instead of Helldivers 2, I'd be like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. But That game's the, the already idea, out, though. Yeah, well, this is, I, I would assume, better. <laughs> but uh, it, basically, in the in this game, you're dropping in and you're trying to retake uh, Super Earth. And they play it in this, this very dramatic but kind of comical dialogue sort of like the tone for it uh, where you're a hell diver, but they don't really care about you. Technically it's like you die. They throw someone else down there and take your place. And you're almost like lemmings to the fodder until they eventually clear the bugs out. But really what happens here is you have your typical, you know, like your auto rifles, your pistols, you can have flamethrower, shotguns, missile launch, rocket launchers, that sort of thing. And it's all third person. You can do like first person for snipers. Like you zoom in and it puts you in first person for that. So you can take advantage of it. Uh, but for the most part third person super snappy combat like the controls are good the shooting's good the haptic feedback is worked in well enough but it's not like too much and you have this dive that people were way overselling online i don't i don't know what that was they're like you can dive backwards and shoot you mean like max Payne that i played on windows xp but uh otherwise the controls everything is solid and arrowhead kind of had a housemark moment here what i mean by that is housemark did like Resogun and some of the smaller games and then they went and did returnal this is like that for them because if you looked at helldivers one it's like this top-down isometric style game but they went full-on like over-the-top production value like third person massive combat and explosions happening on screen and it's a 40 dollars game which was surprising because I, I see the value in the sense that if you have friends you can jump online with and you like playing really any kind of shooter whether it's uh, apex legends or fortnite or call of duty even for first person stuff you can move to this and just have a good time blasting bugs and PVE setup but the biggest thing about this and the thing that i really like about this game is that they mix in something called strata like their stratagems and You basically hold L1. It brings up a combination of buttons. So in order to do like your orbital strike,
3: it's like putting in a Hadouken. Yeah, it's Konami code.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You basically input this stuff with the D-pad and then you're, so you're guys punching it in and you take something, you throw it and the ship in space will just blast the entire surface with something and like blow everything up and you have all kinds of fun little things you can get whether it's turrets or you have know, like a gas strike or like the air strike from call of duty or whatever so
3: the two-person auto together. cannon that thing looked cool
0: yeah and it, it all works together and it looks really cool in motion but this is a game that i noticed the ps5 kind of struggling with at times kind of struggling like there there are a few times where that frame rate was chugging a bit and this would if it, you have it on know, PC got it on PC <laughs> you're gonna be fine on PC the system requirements pretty low actually on PC so yeah. if you're playing there you're probably getting 60 plus in terms of frame uh, getting rate a, the Yeah.
3: how how far into the games do you get because I was watching people play and a lot of them were crashing so normally I think the state of play I, for them is to just do the main mission and get out so that you don't do a ton of stuff and then crash and lose all of it
2: it seems like uh, there's some been some patches that have came out that have helped with that because I didn't run into it, but I'm not like super far. Like, I've only played like a few missions and I echo pretty much everything John has said. I have not played the multiplayer, but I can just tell from like this, like, you know, like the stratagems and the like, the only thing I don't like is I wish there was actually like normal dodge roll. I wish it wasn't like. Yeah,
0: it's fast. like a, it's like you lay out
2: basically. You yeah, jump like, and lay
0: out.
3: It's completely. the prone slide, yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I wish it yeah. wasn't that. But outside of that's like my only real problem. And at 40 bucks, I mean, this is a blast with your friends. I mean, if you have PC, it, it's dope because obviously you don't got to worry about like the PSN or whatever if you don't pay for that or don't want to. Yeah. And I really enjoy it. I like third person shooters. Um, And this game is, this game is awesome. It, it is very fun. Um, The controls are good. The gu- the gunplay is really well done too. Like, I, like John said, like mm-hmm. it just feels good to shoot the different type of guns and uh, it's funny it'll just make you like chuckle the whole time that you're playing, you know? Um, so that's what I've been, yeah, I've been they, playing they, and they It's they really make funny. They all kinds
0: of puns and stuff. Like, the yeah, takes a grenade out. They're like, have a big cup of Liberty. And they like, blow you up with a big grenade. Yeah. <laughs>
2: it's it's so campy and stupid. You yeah.
0: know, it's, um, it's, it's, it's a, it's a blast though. I've had a good time with it. And you have constant like progression, your character levels up, you gain money that you then use to buy new stratagems or weapons. And of mm-hmm. course, go figure. There's battle passes. So. Yeah, there's a battle pass. One's, one's free, one's paid. So you do the free one. You get medals, basically, as you go through these missions. And you use those to unlock. The thing that's weird about this, I'm curious people think about this one. Okay? So the whole game is PvE, MVG. There's no PvP. Technically, you can kill the people around you. There's friendly fire. But like you're not actually going up and fighting people in an arena. Okay? Mm-hmm. But there's microtransactions. So you can kind of skip some of the stuff and then the battle pass that you buy has weapons in it like there's an incendi there's a uh there's an incendiary uh uh, auto rifle in there that's pretty strong right it has a lot of knockback but you get that from buying the battle pass people are saying that the game is pay to win then but you're not fighting anyone so like there's this weird argument now is it pay to win is it what is it exactly and I gotta be honest, I don't I don't know, people are pretty dead set on one way or the other. And it's it's kind of strange. It's like somewhere in the middle. I'm not sure because I look at um Assassin's Creed and you buy the experience booster, and I see that as pay to fast forward or pay well, we, to progress we always, faster. We
3: always called it pay to skip, right? Yeah, just pay, pay to skip. skip. There you go. Yeah. Pay because to advance.
0: If I have a person who's buying stuff and they're on my team, I want them on my team because they can literally carry you with some of the stuff they get. So I don't know.
1: I'm, I'm are, you gonna, are you gonna? Officer. Are you gonna spend the money and get those? Oh, prepared? I bought I bought the battle pass. I oh, did. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, I got the battle pass. It was like it's like ten bucks, and I'm like, you know, I'll try to get the full experience. if I'm gonna go over this game and see what's going on here. And I'm looking through it, and I got like some armor that's pretty cool. But you still have to earn the the medals. So it just kind of opens up the path for you. And there is like a store that you can go in, but there's like four things for sale at any given time. And then the currency you unlock in the battle pass as well for the store. So it's like in Call of Duty, you go through a battle pass and you get like the gold coins. Kind of It's kind of like that. You get that just kind of thrown to you, but the game's fun. And you can just play it on PC if you want and cross play with PS5. And it's, it's a good time.
1: seems like it's very popular on steam right now. What are people? Yeah. Playing yes.
0: With? I was going to, I was going to bring this up after all that, that whole spiel, me trying to sell people on it. Uh, peak concurrent player count just before we went on air, hit over 136,000 people on steam this is far and away sony's most popular pc release and it is a day one release with ps5 now it's not a studio though they don't own arrowhead but it is an intellectual property they own so there is always a chance that they buy arrowhead at this point i don't know that's the smart
2: thing to do with this type of game though right because like you know it's not a single player game this isn't going to be like a system seller for the ps5 so it's smart to get it out there on pc too you know
0: Yep. Yep. And it, it's a multi, they need, look, Sony needs multiplayer games. I'm sorry. They yeah. do. <laughs> they really need good multiplayer games. This is a good multiplayer game that I assume Arrowhead's going to have to run support for this thing for a while. Like I feel like they're just going to add on to it. So, I mean, at that point, if I'm Sony, I, I would consider making the move and bringing them in. If it, this is like apparently this game took him like six or seven years to make or something like that. It's been a while. So 136,000 concurrent player count on Steam at this time. The reviews were bad at first. They flipped positive after patches went out, and basically fixed the game. And with crossplay for the PS5, along with prox- cross progression coming, you think this makes Sony rethink some of their PC day one releases in the future? Like it was kind of clear cut before. Anything that's not multiplayer is just PS5 day one. I almost wonder if they start looking at this like, oh, maybe if it has a multiplayer component, even if it's like single player, like let's say next Ghost of Tsushima just as an example releases, but it has that Legends multiplayer with it. And maybe it could work on Steam. I wonder if they look at that and go, you know, it hurt us if we put it on PC as well, if we're collecting this kind of money.
1: I wonder if they just focus on live services on Steam and PS5, you know, day one. Like I think a, a single player campaign that has a multiplayer component like Ghost of Tsushima. I mean, Ideally it would be cool if you had a day and date release but that it's probably not something I think that they would do but a game like Hell Divers 2 uh and assuming they're making other live service games which we know that they are I could see potentially they have day and dates for, for PC and PS5 with those Concord
0: Concord's coming up this year. Yep. That should be on PC day one as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it good game. Very good game. I, I didn't really play much of the first one at all, but people always talked it up. Uh, so I was no I was ready to jump into this one to
2: I had no idea out. what the first game was. I never even remembered it coming out or anything.
0: So I was I was very happy with what I saw here when I was playing. Because it felt like they didn't have a lot of confidence in this game when they were getting it out there. But here it is and it's 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 a blast. So forty bucks, highly recommend it. If you can get some people together, it's even better. Um, otherwise if you just wait to jump into onto a planet, people will just join in. So that's that's pretty cool. Good game. Uh let me see. We did have Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. MVG, you played the demo on this one too.
1: Yep. Played it today. Okay, good.
0: You played it. Uh OJ played it. Yep. Cool. Okay, good stuff, good stuff. So we had the state of play. 20 minutes or so. They showed a lot of footage. People said that they spoiled parts of the game. So <laughs> of I course that. they did.
1: So uh, I will I will tell you guys I didn't actually watch the state of play I haven't seen any of the footage but I have played the demo. Yeah,
2: I didn't watch the state
1: okay. of play.
0: I watched the whole state of play twice. Nah, I'm
2: good. <laughs> they they ruined too much stuff, man.
0: Oh, they absolutely did. They absolutely did. Although I ruined all Final Fantasy Seven people anyway, so
3: <laughs>
0: payback. But uh, the state of, I, I will tell you then from a from a an overhead perspective, what they showed at the state of play was awesome. Like the fact that people were screaming on Twitter after seeing that, like, okay, this this is this could be something else. Uh, there's good reason for that. The game, from what they showed, and kind of the direction they're going with it, looks looks incredible. So I was excited to jump into the demo. This was the uh, the Nibelheim. This was the this was the incident yep. they showed it. Like obviously, it's like the Sephiroth light and everything on fire, that kind of stuff, right? Uh, very well known. But they gave us that, and then a week from now, the 21st, they're going to have the Junon uh, part of the demo. So they're actually releasing two demos. It's very, very interesting, but you have to beat the Nibbleheim incident to then go to uh, the Junon demo. So I, uh, then some part of it transfers to the full game. Anyway, the demo about an hour long hour and 10 minutes, maybe.
1: I th- think from what I understand, you can have the option to skip that those parts of the game. If you've beaten the demo, mm-hmm. I think it's, it's basically, yeah. Yeah flashback
0: i think they said there was going to be some kind of item you get it's like some little item you get or something for it but i will tell everyone if you have final fantasy 7 remake or just have it available to you somewhere integrate whatever just pop it in your playstation 5 and get saved out on there if you don't have it because when you load up uh rebirth you will get something is what i'll tell you so you want to make sure you have a save file on your ps5 that you're going to start a rebirth on okay so just a heads up we'll tell you what it is but I would I would highly recommend that you do that right uh, as soon as possible anyway the demo a little over an hour long what do we think of this thing because I I had some thoughts on the performance the visuals uh, some some other parts with the story but what do what do, what do we think about the the demo that they put yeah, out
2: i can we talk I can talk about the good first um, Go the ahead. gameplay is very fun you know um, mm-hmm. it's smooth in terms of the performance mode um, I like the way that uh, you know how they it works. If you played FF Seven Remake, you can just jump right in, you know, um, and start slashing around. So that's that's definitely the good thing about the game. Is just in terms of like the combat. The combat is awesome. Playing as Sephiroth is dope, you know. Um, so yeah, that's the good thing. <laughs> that, that's my good. Combat's great. Okay, so you're good on the. And the music, oh, and the music is good, okay, and the cutscenes okay. like the voice acting is really good.
0: Yeah, the 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 presentation for that aspect when they're cutting to like story elements and and they're like that is super high quality. The, yeah, that is you can tell and you're like okay, yeah, it definitely looks better than the PS4 version that we hadn't even integrated. Uh, but MEG, what, what were your thoughts on the graphics? Let me ask you that. <laughs>
1: well, can I talk about the game first, and I'll tell you about the graphics. Okay, so okay. I, okay. I, I, I really cool. like the demo. Um, I'm playing in performance mode as well, oh, and. Which are, okay. Overall, yeah, very, very, very good demo. The combat is great. Obviously, it's, you know, if you played the first FF7 remake, it's very, very familiar. Um, yeah, I mean, overall, very happy with the demo. It's only about now. It took me about just less than 90 minutes to beat the whole thing. Um, but I kind of took my time because I knew it wasn't going to last very long. But, yeah, I mean, very, very good demo. Excited about the game. Now, you, talk, you want to ask me about the graphics, John? I'll tell you about the graphics. So I played in performance mode, and the game looks like someone rubbed Vaseline all over yep. my screen. It, it looks a little bit rough. I don't really know why. Uh, I would have felt like it would have been a, not a, you know, a, a huge step up from, from, you know, the first remake game. But it looks like it's kind of gone back a little bit, actually. I'm not sure why. Maybe they have some more complex systems, you know, for this for this game. Maybe they do. But I don't know. The graphics are a little, little sketchy. Um, I'm going to put it down to the fact that this is a demo, and I will wait until you know the final product comes out, and I'll make a determination at that point. But it did look a little bit blurry to me, and not in a good way.
0: Back and forth between them. So I started with uh, the, they, they drop you into quality mode. Obviously, they want you to see how good it looks. I went to performance, and immediately I was like, oh my gosh, what happened here? It's it's so notice it's one of those cases where you can notice the resolution dropping uh, like badly. So I'm not sure what the deal is with that. It's very weird because if you go and play integrate right now, visually speaking, it it looks great still and it runs at 60 frames. So I, yeah. it's hard to say what what's happening here I, and maybe it is the demo, but I think it's maybe more of the open ended
2: areas, maybe. Uh, okay. Um, it seems like that that might be causing it, because you know, because like FF Seven is like pretty closed off in a lot of places. But even then, yeah, like I went back and looked at my review for uh, for FF Seven, and yeah, it looks FF Seven remake looks better on like my PS Four Pro. But once again, it's a demo, you know. So we'll see once the full game comes out.
1: One and thing it's I still did fun. really, one thing I really did like is those cutscenes are all in engine. Did you see that like Twitter post about? Um, where Cloud walks into the library where Sephiroth is, and he's got this big box, and he walks in into the scene with it, and then the, the cutscene triggers, and you can actually see the box kind of rotating around in the background. <laughs> so, like, they're all in engine; they look fantastic. The cutscenes, uh, you know, the tech is very, very good. Look, I, I put it down to probably more advanced systems, more advanced tech in this in this game. Um, but you know, hopefully they'll they'll have a day one patch which fixes. You know, the performance mode, visuals.
0: This scene in particular is actually really good MG, the one you're mentioning with Sephiroth in the Basement, like where they kind of time lapse it. And yeah, that that was that was pretty good. There was some quick time event stuff that felt unnecessary in the game already, like turning the valve eight times or something for something. Like is it okay. It's kind yeah. of strange, but uh, the combat, you're right, is good. I do like that they have like the synergy attacks where you have the, the two coming together. You can trigger the combo attacks very, very easily with your CPU ally. And it's very flashy. So it, it does feel like they kind of took that to the next level. But I need to see how it acts, especially after seeing, because they have that one area that you're running through with Tifa, who's kind of leading the way. Mm-hmm. And that is the part where I noticed the frame rate was struggling, where there was oh, just yeah. stuttering a bit as he moved around. That is, as you mentioned, OJ, more open-ended area. We're about to go to, like, Junon is going to be larger than that, and there's going to be more party members. That's the part I'm I'm curious about on the 21st, is how that's going to perform. And then if we switch to performance mode, how it's going to look <laughs> if we feel like we need the extra frame rate. Oh, Sean's here. Um, potentially.
4: Uh, well, maybe. Yeah, maybe they, they are. It's not going well. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay.
2: Who are they yeah, losing so to?
4: pacers oh
2: pacers are pretty good this year though
4: yeah i mean we're down four starters so you're you're kind of fucked
0: we were talking about the final fantasy 7 rebirth demo did you get a chance to play that
4: you know the why would you ask ask a question that you know the answer to
0: (laughs) okay okay (laughs) well we play we talked about that we talked about foam stores we talked about hell divers too did you play any of those
4: why would you ask a question that you already know the answer to? He doesn't play any video games anymore. He just watches <laughs> no, the Knicks. I haven't played any you're video games. Forza. No, I, I don't play video games anymore. I retired. Well, you're playing
0: Forza, you're playing Forza Motorsport.
3: Exclusively yeah, an AEW channel now. Yep.
1: Sean, we'll are you gonna play your... Mario versus Donkey Kong next week? No. Okay.
0: Go pick up, go, go, just go start the download for Hell Divers Two. go
4: to hell. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> hell Divers would be a game that you, might, that you might like. Nah, I, it, I, I watched Jack move, play it for a while. And I was like, mm, no, thank you. Was he having fun?
0: Yeah, he was. Yeah. Everyone's having fun with Hell Divers too. Except for Sean.
3: I mean, my parents aren't playing it. Why is everyone having fun with uh, it? <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> you might like it too, Evan.
3: I've watched it and I've, I've talked to my friend. They almost pulled me into it. They said they were gonna think oh, of playing wow. it. And then I asked them after I got back from learning a game if they were gonna still go with it. And they're like, this is probably one weekend. And I was like, all right, I won't buy it then.
0: Oh uh, well, they almost had you. That's fine. All right. Well, we have again we have the the uh part two for the demo next uh 11 days so we'll try it out we report back but'm I'm, I'm curious is this is, wait, what do you think this game's going to score we've played a little bit of it we the reviews are out like the review codes are out people are playing it now they're getting set for the reviews
1: what did uh, this what did the hit? first one get uh, 80, 88 this was 87 or 88. this one may hit a 90 maybe I'm
0: kind of thinking it might break into the 90s it I might hit a, might.
1: It, might, it might get to 90? I think it's I think gonna it score around the same, but you know, I, I think maybe a little higher on the higher end.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think there's gonna be yeah, I think this is gonna be one that breaks into that ninety. I could see like a ninety or ninety one, Pro- provided the the graphical issues or the frame rate isn't as obvious on the final release. I think they'll be okay. I'm also thinking this might be a PS5 Pro game. We might need one of those. Wow, that need a PS5 Pro. Need a PS5 Pro. When's that out? It's in, uh, it's, it's, it's out. It, apparently, it's out in like, what? Uh, nine months? That's what the word was, right? This and Helldivers 2. Let's go. We need, we need it. Uh, all right. Well, it's a good thing that Sean's here. We're going to need you for this one, Sean. The king of Xbox, right? Do you have nicknames for each system? Like you're the king or the.
4: No, I'm the king of Xbox and um PlayStation. emulate uh king of emulation. Um
3: merely a Duke of Nintendo.
4: Yeah, I mean if that. More of a jester. <laughs> More like
3: a reagent or something.
4: <laughs> well, I don't know. There's there's enough jester Nintendo content creators out there already.
0: <laughs> well, there was uh it was a week of Xbox. Sean was actually you were covering this quite a bit, Sean.
4: Yeah. I found You're it popping uh, up
0: with videos all the time.
4: Uh, people seemed interested. I was interested in it enough to follow it. So were you interested
0: in the reactions or the actual stuff happening?
4: A little of both. I mean, I wouldn't call them reactions. I would call them overreactions. Um, you know, people automatically uh, assuming the worst with all of it. And I don't know, I, I I guess people liked my videos because I tried to be a bit more level headed than some. Can I ask the question, it, though, Sean. Yeah. Did you hold the line? love isn't always on time no i'm just asking <laughs> did, did
2: you hold the line are you holding the line or no yeah
4: yeah, yeah okay yeah.
2: hold the line okay yeah how about did you go out to eat with uh aaron greenberg or with phil Spence? Uh,
4: no no that's uh, this this is a these are business people you shouldn't be developing parasocial relationships with them like there's a reason you know as much as i give jim ryan shit yeah you know, he's not out there following fans on Twitter and going out to eat with them and shit like that. Like, I don't know that that's that's not a good relationship. It's a very
2: if, if Sarah Bond asked you to out for dinner, not as not anything like just like as a friend, would you go
4: as a friend? No. What
2: about she was as trying to
4: Yeah, she's trying to Wait, fuck. On, yeah, on, on. Go. Jesus Christ.
2: Whoa, you took I did not take it there
4: as a friend. Oh. She's she's
2: married, I thought- sir. She's married.
0: Uh, it stopped me. As, before, yeah, though. it
3: hasn't stopped Sean before.
0: Uh so this past the past week really like things accelerated because we had more and more reports breaking around. Some of these Xbox exclusive games going to other platforms. Sony, the PlayStation, Nintendo with their Switch. Hi Fi Rush seems basically accepted at this point, along with Sea of Thieves. So those two people are seemingly okay with now because Starfield came up. Indiana Jones came up. Gears of War came up. Although it it seems uncertain about Starfield now. Nate put out a statement about it. I think uh, Xbox Air, who originally ran the report, are, are still behind their report. I, I'm not really sure what's going to happen with that whole thing with Starfield uh, right now. But basically, these games going to other platforms, a lot of concerns came up around the viability of hardware from Microsoft and Xbox. But Phil Spencer, in a, apparently in an internal memo, said that they are indeed going to continue with hardware. And I guess they wanted to put that out there before this week coming up, where they're going to put their business event out there. So after everything that's happened this week, what do we think this business event is going to have what are, what are we even what do we think they're going to show up and say
1: i think they'll probably confirm that some titles will be uh multi-platform probably the two games that have been mentioned before that being hi-fi rush and sea of thieves I don't think Starfield and Indiana Jones and some of these other kind of rumors, like I heard Hellblade two and gears of war. I I heard all these like big game. I even heard halo master chief and infinite. I don't think any of that is real. I think a lot of that is just um, a combination of people, you know, spreading misinformation, fear mongering, fear, uncertainty, doubt, all that sort of stuff. Um, But I think really what, they're probably just going to do is confirm that yes, some titles will become multi-platform and just kind of reassure everyone that Xbox isn't going anywhere, that, you know, the brand is going to continue. They're going to stay the course. Game Pass is still, you know, a big part of their plans and really that's it. I don't know how well it's going to get received, John, to be honest. I think, you know, there are a lot of people out there, a lot of kind of diehard fans. Some of them you know, don't want to see anything go multi-platform. So I think anything that, that does get announced that's multi-platform won't be good enough. Um, but I think generally speaking, the overall response to this, I would imagine would be one of um, just overreaction and, and you know, um, yeah, it's it's happening, but it's not really happening in a big way. It's kind of very, very small, but we'll see. I mean... You know, like, this week has been interesting uh, just to kind of watch it all unfold. There's been obviously a lot of lot of unhappy Xbox fans. There's been a lot of Twitter spaces this week. I've jumped in a couple of them myself. I saw um, you. you every was making the rounds. Yeah, man. Tim Tim Dog's out there, you know, getting getting everyone uh, in his Twitter spaces every day. So I thought I'd jump in and take a listen. Look, look I, I think there's definitely a lot of overreacting going on. I think there is a lot of people that are, um, you know, just making up shit as they go. But look, um, I don't know. Like I think that you, ha- you know, Xbox has to, Microsoft has to take a look at the way that they, you know, provide their messaging because a lot of it is just kind of reactive. And I think there's just so much confusion and uncertainty and they kind of put themselves in the situation. So I think if anything I would take away from this week is really that Microsoft needs to do a better job with communication, with with messaging, with getting ahead of things that that are going to happen, and stop you know confusing their messaging. You know, a lot of people now think that Game Pass is no longer the most important thing uh, to them, and you know they have to they have to get ahead of that stuff. They have to be very very clear in their messaging and communication. So I think that's really the big but- big takeaway for me.
4: But has that is that speaking of the recent activities, is that Microsoft's fault or is it websites and quote unquote reporters and insiders who are saying all this stuff and then people running in the, the complete opposite, you know, direction with it. Like, cause if, if you take it from Microsoft's perspective, what was the last thing that we really heard from them was the developer direct and here's about here's Indiana Jones. And you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like this was more of a, of an internet culture thing that just spiraled out of control and like i i i I don't know it's kind of weird to me how people just like demand answers on stuff that hasn't been said by the company you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. microsoft didn't say any of this it's all just been rumors and speculation that would be like for akara Going out there every time Nintendo Prime makes a Switch Two video and being like, "Oh no, not this time!" You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I don't know it, because then what's going to happen is because this has been embellished so much, it seems like next week's thing isn't going to be that big of a deal, and all these delusional Xbox fans are going to be like, "We did it! We stopped them from doing this!" And it's like, no, it was never the plan in the first place. You made this up in your head over this. Like, I don't know, man. It's weird to me.
1: I mean, if that's, if that's, you know, how it's going to come across, um, that, you know, the fans are going to say, we did it, we stopped this, then that's probably a win for Microsoft because they, they probably would walk away feeling good about it. Look, I, I don't disagree with you. You know, the media has obviously, the outlets have run this story into the ground and, and there's, you know, they've basically written articles about, you know, uh, Things that have been claimed to be real, right? Like it's claimed that Gears of War is going multi-plat. It's claimed that that Starfield is. It's claimed that, you know, um Halo Infinite is, right? So yeah, I I, I do agree with, with that aspect. I don't know, man. I just feel like they're always they're always in this defensive mode that they're like responding to something that's happening, responding to some criticism uh responding to some concerns. Like this isn't the first time that this has happened where they've come out and responded to something. And I don't know, you don't see Nintendo really do that. You don't really see Sony do that. They just kind of go about their business. So I feel like if there's anything that they could learn is to stop getting themselves in that situation somehow. But I don't disagree with what you're saying. They never talked about any of this stuff with regards to multi-platform. And they were probably gonna communicate it at some point anyway. Uh, it just so happened that, you know, there was some leaks that, that happened to to get that info out early. So, um, look, I don't know. I, I, I think this week has just been insane all around. And I, honestly, John, I just, I just can't wait for them just to make this announcement until we can move on. We can all move Monday on morning. With, with our lives. Monday morning. Ho- well, Put hopefully. It out there. <laughs> hopefully it's Monday morning. I,
0: the, the thing that's really funny, though, is people looked at what was happening and then they looked in xbox's direction phil spencer uh, aaron greenberg sarah Bon, anyone really and say oh you're gonna say something now and they didn't like they wouldn't say and that's what that's what i think is the right thing to do at this point it's because they always they tend to get themselves into trouble when they talk too much <laughs> like in interviews or on twitter whatever it is responses changing profile pics different things it's it again Sean mentioned that or it was mentioned that Jim Ryan doesn't interact or do anything really right and he got his face on a cookie so uh, on the way out so he uh he I don't even know if he knows how to use a computer right I don't know but the fact that I don't know is probably a good thing because that means he's not necessarily you know making the rounds there's something to
1: be said about that you know that faceless big billion dollar corporation that just doesn't uh, talk to anyone directly the
2: issue though it's like microsoft needs to hire a pr company to deal with their content creators that they want to talk with like nintendo hires a pr company i don't talk to anybody from nintendo they don't care who i am they have a pr company that handles anything that i do with them and that's that and that's the relationship it starts and stops with just whatever so microsoft their executives like he's like the executive in terms of like Marketing and stuff like he shouldn't be interacting with people like like to that level like hire a company Let them deal with all of the other people and stuff and don't and you guys can work on what Whatever you guys need to work on, you know, so that, that's that's what I would say Microsoft in the future stop Doing like stop having the, the top executives handle PR like that
0: Yeah, I I don't even know how I don't know how they Do some games and not others like they're saying it's case by case basis like if you bring over let's just say just just just, just for speculation sake, like, let's say they do bring over indiana jones what's stopping them from bringing over any other big game they announce going forward and wouldn't people just believe that anyway when they think well they brought indiana jones so the gear uh, six
4: is obviously going to go it's over not, too but it's not day and date so what does it what does it really matter and it launches on on pc as well you know that's actually day and date so i mean i don't know if if, if you were like you know, you got an Xbox, you got Game Pass. Okay. Assuming that Game Pass doesn't change, but they're like, Hey, you know what? You can play this the day it comes out via Game Pass on your Xbox. It's included in your Game Pass membership or a year later, you can buy it for $70 on the PlayStation five. Like, I mean, if I have an Xbox, why wouldn't I just play it on the Xbox? You have that incentive to play it early i mean because if that's the case then timed exclusives are just pointless why are these companies wasting money on timed exclusives because it works to some degree
0: right i uh you did bring up something interesting though sean with game pass and i this is something that i if this happens i'm curious the reaction because i think this is the part that might get people more than even exclusives if game pass changes to where day one releases aren't necessarily guaranteed even to the top tier. So the whole run this time has been all our first party games will go in. They now own Activision Blizzard. So people kind of expect Call of Duty to eventually go in there. But if they look at the numbers and realize Call of Duty can't go in there and they have to break that news, that kind of that kind of seems like a problem. Yep. Yep. Like I, I mean you said that's like a deal breaker. <laughs> no, no, don't it don't, don't
4: engage them, don't engage them.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, sure I, is. I, I, I do want to engage. Um it's it, that would be a problem. If they have Call of Duty and they don't put it on Game Pass, that's a problem. Because number one, why are you subscribing to Game Pass? Num is is the question. And number two, it really shows that you don't um you know, there's you you're kind of playing favorites. Like you're not you're not really putting you know your your faith in the brand, you know that you've kind of built up for many many years by excluding the biggest game of the year every single year. So why wouldn't you put Call of Duty on Game Pass? That doesn't make doesn't make any sense. I mean, I think f- from their aspect, it's probably something they're considering because they don't really care where you play Call of Duty. If you're playing it on PlayStation, they're getting your you're getting your money no matter what, right? So there's definitely that aspect to it. But if you're basically just giving a middle finger to your Game Pass subscribers and you're not putting Call of Duty on it, then I think that's a problem personally that they have to figure out.
0: Yeah, I like they're gonna have to address a lot of stuff, and I don't know if it's a press release, I don't know if it's a video. Uh, it seems like a lot for the marketing department and these Xbox and Windows execs to figure out. But it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see what happens this week because one way or the other major reactions online because this whole time people are carefully placing their xboxes in the trash can with a bunch of stuff under it to make sure it doesn't get dirty <laughs> and uh, and trading stuff in a GameStop. this whole time has been based on like just rumors and reports that's insane that they to me from, X, from microsoft that is wild to say that
2: it's not even confirmed
0: no it's not <laughs> yeah no they could they could come out this week and be like no, we're getting we're it's, we're going more exclusive. Like we're, we're not doing any of that. Like what if they came out and just completely like swerved everyone?
1: I, mean, I don't know nothing. Probably nothing is going to happen next week, but you can't rule out that they may announce something that we weren't really expecting. You know, I think
4: there's mm. just going to be a couple games, smaller games, live service games. That yes, they're going to go to another platform okay they've been on the, the platform for at least a year you know what i'm saying like i don't know, know shadow drop hi-fi rush uh i don't think so
0: which playstation shadow drop it
4: because no, <laughs> that might happen later yeah it's uh, a business event what is, uh, have they said if this is gonna be like a video or just a press release
1: we don't know no.
4: hey,
0: they're being super vague about this it you know it does feel like behind the scenes at microsoft there are two different factions struggling right now yeah, there's and microsoft
4: it, and there's xbox
0: yeah because even phil spencer's statement was very i mean business like yes but just straightforward and he said nothing else after that it's like this i'm not addressing anything out there business event this week i'll see you then don't know when just we'll see you at some point that was it like he hasn't said anything else
2: i mean so it's- i'll say this man if microsoft does decide to just do like hey we're gonna become like, do multi-platform, they could become the biggest publisher and make a bazillion dollars, you know?
0: Yeah, mm. they would. They would become the biggest basically biggest publisher in gaming at that point with what they have, and it, I will say, if they are all fully multi at that point, then there wouldn't be much reason for them not to be able to buy more studios. <laughs> like, the FTC's case was just we think you're going to keep all this stuff away from other platforms, so if they're fully multi and they just happen to make hardware as well, it's like, well, what... Like, Microsoft argument, is,
2: in a, they're in a unique position, you know, like nobody has as much money as them to do what they're doing. They trillion dollar company. I mean, they can kind of do what they want here, but I don't know. I I don't feel the need, even if they didn't have exclusives, like I don't think that means it's the end of Xbox hardware. If people want to go like doomsday scenario, they don't make ex like, you know, they don't you know they have, they put their games on other, like other systems. Like, I don't think that ends everything. I think it's just like, Hey, look, you can still buy an Xbox and that's still a good device, you know, and you can play your games on there if you like the interface and achievements and all that other stuff that comes with uh Xbox. So, I don't know. I don't think it's I think they're going to be fine. Like I don't think this is going to turn into this like I saw so many panic podcasts and Twitter spaces. I'm just like it's not it's not I don't think it's going to be anything like this crazy, man. Y'all y'all doing too much, y'all. Y'all too extra for no reason.
0: Like now Sony the PlayStation five has become like the default box that you buy, like the console. But I I'm trying I was trying to figure out for a while what was selling the PS five. Cause I don't know if Spider-Man, Spider-Man two had an impact, but like even before that, we really haven't gotten a ton of big first party games, exclusive games from Sony. I mean, Helldivers Diver Studios came out that's on PC as well. So it technically follows what Microsoft's been doing this whole time. But I, I, it's really just, Hey, you have a PlayStation or my friend has a PlayStation. I'm going to get a PlayStation and kind of just domino effects from there. So I kind of think Microsoft realizes, okay, this is going to be very difficult to win this. So multi-plat time. But we'll see. Again, I feel like people have built this up, as you mentioned, Sean, to be much bigger than it probably will be. And I think it's going to be somewhat boring because I don't think it's going to be too surprising. The only surprise that would really catch me off guard is... Maybe if they announce new hardware, that's the only thing that would surprise me. And I'm not even saying like next generation. If they're like, here's that revision that we said plans changed, but now we're doing it, or here's this uh handheld. Why, or why would they do
4: that at a business meeting?
0: To uh to double down on hardware.
1: So the announcement itself is probably gonna be boring, right? I think yeah, we all agree that. But but going forward, how does Microsoft communicate you know the games that they announce, the platforms, mm. because like people don't even know if like Blade is multi-platform or um, yeah. Indiana Jones. I've seen yeah. I've seen so many discussions around Indiana Jones, right? Like, yeah. I mean, look, it's probably exclusive day one Game Pass, but like, I feel like again they they've put themselves in a situation where they now have to communicate every single announcement they make, every single first party game that they reveal where it's going to end up because now they've kind of op- they're opening up the not the floodgates they're they're turning the tap on right and and drip feeding some of their games to other platforms so how do, how do you kind of communicate that going forward like if they don't because i feel like now that everyone's going to ask the question is this going to be exclusive or is this multiplat or is this something that we will announce later on
4: but like what about ori
1: what about cuphead like
0: like how how do they communicate it to people like do they so for example with the state of play for Final Fantasy seven rebirth at the end of it it actually tells us when the game could show up on other platforms there's a date at the end it just it's clearly there i think it's like uh may end of may basically is like it's on ps5 specifically until this day and it was like may 29th 2024 so it's actually only on the ps5 for i think three months until it could go to pc or something else is what it said uh so that's i i don't know if they do that do they is there a date or if it's only ever going to be on xbox let's say starfield never goes anywhere else do they bring back that yellow stamp only on xbox
3: i don't don't do that i don't think they close themselves off from that because if they put that stamp on and then a year later go, maybe we should right like it just feels weird because it's not that's true and this isn't yeah, just I, them. I mean, uh, Damon X Machina dropped and it was on Switch and then no one knew it was coming to PC until shortly after and they didn't say anything about that. Like Capcom games were doing that for a while there with all their remakes. It's just companies just do whatever, really.
1: To answer your question, Sean, yeah, they're, I mean, Ori and Cuphead, I mean, that's a, that's a valid, valid response, but we're not talking about Ori and Cuphead. We're talking about big triple a games that they've been in development for like six years are we though? like a because because
4: because starfield just came up and then you know people a lot of people walked it back really the only things we've been talking about were what hi-fi rush smaller game ori scale and sea of thieves games as a service game came out seven years ago on the
1: xbox one is cuphead a first party game it was um, it's, its first VHR. party
2: published, but I mean, yeah, the probably. developers, it's an indie developer, but they, yeah. I think Microsoft owns the rights to that. So
0: yeah, I'm not sure how that one works. Actually, now I'm thinking about it.
2: I, I think Microsoft, they, they definitely have a publisher deal. And I think Microsoft does own the rights or they own the rights to distribute that game because in the leaked email, Aaron Greenberg was like, how do we, he was all freaking out about how to, to to phrase this version of the game, which shows to me that they have some type of ownership with it. I mean, if it was just like, Hey, it's just their game, not it's somewhere else. I don't think it would have been that big of a deal, but he was like freaking out how they're going to talk about the game in one of the leaked emails. So, and that kind of shows me that that Microsoft has some, some stake in that, in that game, particularly Cuphead as well.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm not sure what the, that, Relationship was exactly as the studio MDHR developed and at least had enough pull to be able to go and do like their own series and stuff uh, with streaming. But yeah, I mean you're right. Right now, Sean, we're just talking about apparently Hi-Fi Rush, Sea of Thieves, and Potential for some other apparently some other big game Indiana Jones. I guess is the one that people which those licensed games do actually make sense for Microsoft side to Disney platforms. What,
4: who who owns it? Disney. Disney just went balls deep into Epic Games. You think Disney wants that only on one platform?
0: No. No, the, the reason I, I say they don't is because because uh, we saw the information with Insomniac and Marvel was, uh, was setting up all kinds, of course, with Disney, was setting up all kinds of stipulations for if the game doesn't sell a certain amount, they'll cut the contract. And we're talking about this thing on Xbox with Game Pass. And at this point, it's pretty obvious that, uh, sales for a lot of these games aren't where they want it to be. Otherwise, they wouldn't be looking elsewhere to sell it. You have a game like Indiana Jones that probably has stipulations like that from Disney. Then, yeah, I feel like those licensed games and Blade even probably will go elsewhere to try to sell enough copies. But Starfield, I don't know. I'm still unsure on that one. But we will uh, we will find it. Okay. So at the end of the state of play, I just want to double check. It says. Not available in other formats until at least 5 29, 2024. So three months is basically until it could show up somewhere else, other formats, they say, which is probably like, okay, at this point in time, you could see a PC version somewhere. So, uh, or at least PC version announced. So that maybe they could do that. But Monday morning. Come on, get, get that press say, release out there. You so. keep saying
1: Monday morning. You don't know it's Monday morning, John. It could be Friday wow. Friday afternoon at 5 o'clock. Right. Thursday I at hope- 2 a.m.
4: Well, he films Xbox Direct. I mean, I hope it's Saturday because you film Xbox Direct on or you do Xbox Direct on Friday. I hope it's Saturday. So you have well, to sit there and twiddle your thumbs for seven tell you hours what, to drag it all out and dates tell you what if they're gonna wait that long phil if himself. they're gonna wait that
0: long phil you might as well show up you can come by direct xbox you make the announcements there
4: we got all right you covered. tim dog all right Tim dog.
0: <laughs> we got you covered <laughs> uh, I, I i say get it out there as soon as possible because this it's, they i'd like something to get out there so we can
1: we can move on now. we can get on yeah, with exactly. our lives yeah.
0: Yep. Or it can get exponentially worse for all we know. So who knows? We'll see. We'll see.
1: And then everyone's going to be like, I was right. I was right.
0: We'll see. Sean's going to be losing it, not responding to most people. About what? They changed it. Sean, they changed everything. What do you mean? They did it. They changed everything. Okay. The community.
4: Oh, God. No, I I ignore most of those people. I only follow a, a few.
1: Fellow, uh oh, YouTubers. As soon as the announcement is done, I'm jumping in Tim Dog's uh, live stream, uh, Twitter Spaces. <laughs> Bag of popcorn in I hand. Phil uh, might
4: be there with you. They broke seven, bread together. So.
1: Yeah, seven hours. <laughs> I,
2: I mean, I'm surprised Phil didn't email him like he wanted. He wanted him to send him an email. Well, I, just to let to give him a heads up.
4: I'm sure Phil follows him on Twitter because they yes. all. Yeah, so he just. Slide but he didn't give him a heads
2: up. He was upset that he didn't give him a heads up like an email. He didn't respond back to his email. Television
4: Abiko. <laughs> it's the same parallels with the parasocial relationships. True. Phil Tallerico. <laughs> oh. <Ow. laughs> it's a horrifying
3: concept. <laughs> Opening that, Photoshop that now. <laughs>
2: That that oh, that, that that person's too powerful. There was ever a Phil Talrico. That person would. That's too. <laughs> the powerful. The ultimate individual. fusion. That person would bullshit fusion. you to death. Death. <laughs> Phil Spencer and Talrico do the fusion dance, dude. I don't know. We're all in trouble if that shit happens. <laughs> let
0: me uh, let me go over to the super chats here, and we will have Rand- Randall Thor will be us next Saturday night uh, to go over what. Microsoft announced, so that'll be that'll be fun. Well, a fellow Xbox YouTuber here with you, Sean.
4: About damn time. <laughs> Brand is actually
2: sane, though. That's the
0: that's, that's the thing. The casual noob gamer says, "Will you all try to not report on leaks, rumors, and spoilers in the future? Seeing what unverified claims can have a negative impact on all involved."
4: No, because no. because exactly what you just said, because. Because there's going to be people it it doesn't matter if if John or or anyone doesn't do it, there's going to be people that do it and the people that are doing it are going to be the ones that believe everything they're not going to do any sort of research or anything like tomorrow, there's going to be a video that goes out from a lot of people of a certain video game console (laughs) fandom, where they're going to be praising this thing as actual factual, but nobody researched it, except for one man. And that man is me. So you, you have to have, about? you'll see. You have to have people counterbalancing the insanity of it. So no, I, I think people should. Are you talking about switch two stuff again? I think people should, <laughs> but the problem is you need to have a system of checks and balances. You need to have people that look into the people making the claims instead of just being like, Oh, this is a real like is ain't no Tommy Bear nose around these parts, pal.
1: You're gonna put a bullet on it this time, or you're not gonna say names like you always do. No,
4: I, I, the guilty parties can feel guilty. I'm not they won't. any. And that's fine.
0: Mighty Ryan says Sony is buying Microsoft, calling it now. Hey, let's go. IRS says PS employee of the year, clown emoji, Phil Spencer. Cody Bishop says after all that hate hype around Redfall, Redfall has passed, has anyone here revisited it? No Premise and graphics are good Gameplay loop is also engaging and fun I have not revisited Only
3: released in that format Hey, they, that um,
4: right? Did they add any content to it?
3: Any of the new I characters don't... they promised?
4: I think so mm-hmm. I they, know, have to, they have to
0: deliver the DLC Because they already promised it and sold a package That had the DLC in it So they, they have to keep working on the game
1: We've got all so. those rare achievements So I'm good I'm not, I don't want to go back and revisit One What if
0: it was thing? an hour in and it popped up to .02% Or something? <laughs>
4: i mean if there's no new content then i have no reason to go back to it there you <laughs> like, go like we we all beat it
0: this is from d's who says Deez first time catching the stream live y'all do a great job appreciate the spawn cast what's up oj so jorge says if switch two is like a steam deck with no Joy Cons, would that, along with a Pro Controller and dock, be four hundred dollars? Can Ring Fit come back with no Joy Cons?
4: Detachable mm. Joy Con. <laughs> do you see that commercial that Nintendo did? That was weird, dude. What the fuck was that shit?
0: <laughs> Sean made a post on Twitter.
4: Yeah, it has to. a, it a, has a new commercial.
0: World. He submitted it to Nintendo.
4: No, I I didn't do. I fed they. I saw it. it. Like popped up on TV or something. Is that their Super Bowl commercial? I think so. I think the Super Bowl oh, commercial man. early, worth millions.
0: I like it. Michael well, says, co- "What is that?" The... Well, the the... oh, oh they they, they asked about the the Switch Two with with no Joy Cons. Would they be able to do that along with Pro Controller and dock for four hundred dollars? And can Ring Fit make a comeback with no Joy
4: Cons? Yes, yeah, because if you have Joy Con compatibility, you know.
1: Wait, are they saying for four hundred dollars you get a a controller? Bundled with? Yeah,
0: you get a controller with I, it instead of Joy-Cons. Yeah,
1: I could see that. I could see that. That's, okay. that's better. <laughs> yeah, I agree.
0: It'd be crazy as if they just kept the same Joy-Cons and all the Joy-Cons you have now are just. It's like how we had the Wii Remote with the Wii U. They just keep using the same things, whatever. We'll deal with the class action stuff. Michael says: What is the easiest and most affordable way to play Silent Hill 1? I have a Raspberry Pi 3B, but PS1 emulation is confusing.
4: No, it's not. It's pretty easy. I mean, you could you can you can play PS1 on your fucking phone like easily. Like I mean, yep. you just have to you just have to like just watch like an emulation tutorial, just download DuckStation, watch a tutorial on how to set it up and yep. like you'll, you'll be you'll be playing in 5 to 10 minutes.
1: If you have a Android phone, get DuckStation. It's on the Google Play Store.
0: My emulation is so much better now. Used to be a disaster back in the day.
1: No, CD
4: C- Romance got DMCA. No way. Toss of what? Damn. What did? CD Romance. No uh, way.
0: Of of, of SC- oh, still a showing lot. <laughs> showing interest in an HD two D Final Fantasy six remake made me think some could do that smaller scale project along with Final Fantasy seven remake three separate teams.
1: Yep. Me, hey.
0: Joel says, MVG, next time you find an exploit, let me know. You increase the price of <laughs> Alien 10X. Before you post the video, hit me up so I can buy every copy overnight. <laughs> Jeff says, say I'm what you will community. about... <laughs> say what... He doesn't even tell us. <laughs> I knew about that video what everyone else did. It <laughs> was too late. The, the one with the exploit on the PS1 where he uncovered
1: the secret the He's alien the alien resurrection video i did good video good video oh he wow was... wait 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 wait
4: they took down all the files just good. go to Vims yeah, they don't host.
1: wow
4: and Vim, vim's, vim's, vims i just, been around forever i literally okay. just used cd romance like a week or two ago to get some gamecube shit for the amber neck handheld that's crazy
0: Jeff D says, say what you will about Toxic Fans, but they got me through last Monday at work. Those Twitter spaces are hilarious. Uh, Caleb says, all of you are great. Thanks for your work. David says, whether it's a Nintendo Direct or a partner showcase, we need to keep our eyes peeled for Penny's big breakaway breakaway, possible shadow drop.
4: Mm, interesting.
0: Slade says, Did I miss the rebirth talk? Was it blurry to y'all? Yes, it yes.
1: was. Yes, yes, it was. We discussed
0: it earlier. It was blurry. On performance. On regular quality mode, it was fine, but it's more sluggish, obviously. So JT says the only thing I don't like about Nate is he said he never upgraded to an OLED. Other than that, keep up the great content.
4: Oh. He has a Samsung Galaxy fucking five. That's what she not really <laughs> on.
0: Nate the Frugal <laughs> Well Ruffle Mutt says Helldivers 2 Now Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth Have the PS5 reached its peak Oh in terms of like Graphics and performance I'm not sure Helldivers 2 I will say There's a lot of stuff happening in that game When the frame rate slows down But Rebirth was the one that actually like Shocked me quite a bit So I gotta see the This is a demo I gotta see the full game first But if so Hey PS5 Pro coming It's on the way Brian says, "Hi, Spawncast. MG, when is Toomba coming out for the Switch? <laughs> when it's ready." Catch you in this. People, oh, it's ready.
2: Oh, wait a minute, that's new. When it's ready, I like. Before you said nothing. Now you say it when it's ready. I like it. Mm. <laughs> Just saying, it's a change. That's all.
1: Moving on. Start the rumors. <laughs> Trevor says,
0: uh, "Yeah, people are really excited for that Toomba game MVG people people keep an eye on
3: person really excited for that tomba specifically just person Aww, that's,
0: okay this part yeah brian brian is brian brian is uh trevor says my wife got me tickets and a flight to go to prge for my birthday my first retrocon ever any advice for a first time convention attendee cash or card negotiating with sellers okay or not arcades free to play or need 25 cents
1: uh, oh. at PRGE, which I've gone to a couple of times, the arcade is free. Um, so you got, you know, free, what is it? Free credits, whatever you call it, free play, um, on all the machines. Um, cash or card is fine. Uh, if you are wanting to get something, sometimes it's best to wait till the last day. Uh, because you know, when the vendors are kind of, you know, trying to wrap yeah, up there. None of them want to repack that up. Um, a lot of them, a lot of them will cut a better deal with you but you also run the risk of missing out on something because there's other people that want the same thing as you so overall just have a good time enjoy Making
4: it. Make sure you uh bring some hand sanitizer
3: that's very very oh, good I'll advice be constantly bathing in it at all times
4: that's
0: a good one yeah don't be afraid to to haggle a bit on the on the floor
1: yeah haggle, even if
0: you don't want something
1: try haggles, to a deal. Just... even throw in a low ball and see see what what happens yeah like, you know, yeah, just grab some
0: off the shelf, be like, and this. <laughs> Don't even look at it. This is from Yo Peeps this is how come Sony just doesn't make Bravias with PlayStation in them as well. Take another shot with the PlayStation phone.
1: Didn't they used to do that? Wasn't there like a a like an old school a Bravia PS2 TV, TV that has TV, yeah, PS2 in it there or something? It yeah. I've been looking
0: for one of those for a while. I would not mind getting one to do a video on, but uh, the Sony 3D TV, they did that. It was set up for PlayStation. The phone, you do the phone video too, image yep. so uh, they've done some weird stuff. But I mean, there's talks about them maybe exploring handheld af- again after we saw like the portal come out. And they were doing some weird accessories and stuff now. So I'd like to see them do something strange like that. But I'm not counting. Although they're going to put the PS5 in a car. That kind of counts, right? That's coming in 2026. I'm in Honda. So.
1: That doesn't count, John.
0: They drove the car with the dual sense. They drove it out on stage. Okay. MTS says, RGT uh, RGT, and OJ, Cold Eastwood got a DM saying, next week will be better and don't believe everything you read. Will everything be okay? From who? Sean, is everything going to be okay? K- King of Xbox, is everything going to be okay?
4: Hold the line. <laughs> yes, I, I think it will be.
1: Wait, okay. he said everything's going to be okay? That sounds like Kumbaya again. What we, what Everything's going to be all right.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> uh, got Alan, Alan uh, Morales here. Pretty cool emoji with the, the sunglasses coming down. And then AJ says, thinking of finally getting an OLED TV, do I get the C3 now or hold out for the C4 between 65 inch or 77 inch?
2: I think snakes mm. sell on the C4. You can hold out for them. Okay, bad joke. <laughs> Moving on.
0: The, the, the C3 is, a, is I mean, it's a nice set. If you don't have an OLED yet, Pretty much any current OLED you buy now is going to be incredible to you, uh, but I mean, I would look at the feature set for the C4. But the C3 has been a pretty good gaming TV for most people. So, um, but when the C4 comes out, C3 goes on sale. So you always think about that way. Let's uh, let's let's talk about real quick. Des- or we, real quick, we had Disney invest one point five billion dollars stake into Epic Games. Fortnite's gonna be building with Disney IPs, Marvel, Star Wars, Avatar. These are all named. And Fortnite after building out what looked like Guitar Hero Rock Band in the game. Then they also had like Lego racing or Legos, and then they also had like a racing game and stuff in Fortnite. So it's not even Fortnite anymore. I thought this would have been Josie's topic, really, because she obviously is familiar with Fortnite more so than any of us old people and then Disney. But uh Fort I mean, look, hey, Fortnite making deals with Disney, Disney becoming very involved here. I don't know how much bigger Fortnite is going to get, but it's going to be around for a while. It's probably going to make some big money. And something else I wanted to bring up was VR, virtual reality. So Ubisoft. Okay, We talked about that. Hold on. We talked about Assassin's Creed VR. We said we looked interesting. I feel like that was you, Sean. Yes. That was you. Okay. That was you. Uh, and uh none of us bought it and looked at it or anything right no okay so easy Elmo has a a point then all right good (laughs) these they uh they did two things the other day they called skull and bones a quadruple a game and that's why it's 70 dollars. okay and they said that they are disappointed in sales for assassin's creed vr so much so that they're pulling back investments on vr gaming as a whole they're just they need the space to evolve more, but I feel like we've been saying that for almost a, I mean, at this point, seven years, I think ever since the original PSVR came out, we had some cool tech demos and that was kind of it. We were like, well, we'll see where this goes from here. I'm kind of wondering if VR and gaming is never really going to have that moment where it just takes off. It it kind of feels
4: like it's stalled and that's sort of it. I I feel like I've been saying for years on this very show, and I'm sure you're well aware of, it's always just going to be a a novelty. It's never going to replace anything. Developers can can try all like you these fucking Apple Vision people. They had some motherfucker that was courtside at a basketball game using the Apple headset. Did people think that's cool? No, they laughed at him. They roasted him on the internet because it's always going to be a niche thing cool it's good for experiences but video games for most people for a lot of people especially you know especially if you're trying to cater towards console people console people exist because they don't want to play on PC and there's a lot of us you know what i'm saying so and yeah VR you know some people can't handle VR it's you're taking a niche audience and making it even more niche and you know i don't know how much they invested in it but what did they expect to sell yeah i you know there has yeah. to be some some sort of sales data for games to determine whether or not like are people using i mean it's it's fucking facebook they track everything they they know when you take a shit so like i feel like they would have you know at least some bare bones access to seeing how many games sell on there and i have to imagine we're talking for for a game that's considered quote-unquote successful you know tens of thousands maybe like i don't i don't know how far the reach is but i know it's it's nowhere near what a lot of these companies think it will be
0: it is uh i mean that was a big release too, having assassin's creed go full vr and it didn't move the needle for them at all like to the point where they're like we're just losing money on this and we've seen studios close down that we're looking for support for PSVR two with their release and it wasn't there. And then some just saying they're not going to even bother porting over to PSVR two, even if it's on PSVR one, it's uh, it seems like while the headsets are selling, cause the, I know the quest and the quest request two and quest three had a really good holiday and they have like over 12 or 13 million headsets out there right now, which for VR, that's more than I expect. Maybe it's just not a thing for gaming. I Maybe mean, this is like serious gaming where they make, you know, sell millions of copies or something like that. Maybe it's just uh don't know sort of a fun thing you have. It's like pinball that came with Windows XP and it was fun, but uh, you weren't like, oh, mind this is sweeper. it. This is future gaming. Yeah, yeah. I will say though, I wouldn't mind trying the Apple Vision Pro, but in its current form, I don't think I would be walking around with that outside. It's, it's like thirty. That's how
4: motherfuckers hours. driving with that shit. Like what? I you wouldn't do that. Either? I don't <laughs> think you're supposed to do that yeah the
2: apple vision it needs to be i'm waiting for the apple vision like 20 years from now or like 15 where it's just years glasses. from now yeah where it's just like super cool that's when i'm like all right this is dope i ain't buying no damn sean white snowboarding goggles and walking outside like that. And yeah sure. yeah like, you got the no, cable coming
0: down because you got to carry the battery around with you so
2: dorky dude like just it looks don't get me wrong that's cool tech but i like what they're doing i just i'm not walking around with all that like with all that on my face like that I people will get rubbed like
0: <laughs> that's an easy target. punching you right in the face yeah, don't all. go to
2: compton with one of those i'll tell you that right now <laughs> don't, go, don't roll around compton with that because you're definitely oh. getting i mean they steal well, much you, less you walk down the <laughs> street
1: someone so just yank that off your head and just run, yeah. up, run up with one and that's it there's there's a 3500 hundred dollar investment i lost. mean i will
0: say that the you see the people posting on videos of what it looks like through their point of view if like we're either just putting stuff, it's like augmented reality, but they're just putting stuff in their room and okay. That's, that's cool. But I feel like it has to get down to where it's just glasses you put on and you're not even really thinking about it. Then it's like, okay, that makes cool about it. Just like augmented reality for the, like the, the world around you. I'll give you an example, Sean. So there was uh, I remember people were talking about it and I checked it out. And this this is a thing where if you have, for example, the vision, Apple vision glasses on, and you're cooking, you can look at what's in your fridge, and it will just give you a bunch of recipes for what it sees. So they pair that with AI, and then when you're cooking, for example, you can have a pot with a timer, and it puts the timer above the pot, or like a thing that counts down there over it, and you can kind of walk around your kitchen, and it'll stay there above it, so you can kind of glance at it here and there. And what Th- this this doesn't, okay, okay. this doesn't this doesn't help you,
3: Sean at all. Sean, what's
4: cool about this? Sean, nothing you said is cool. No, yeah,
3: Sean, you look at your uh, your your game collection and okay. ask it how much all of it is worth yeah. online and it gives you basically set numbers yeah. so you know what to sell immediately rather mm-hmm. than having to scroll through ebay and everything
4: mm-hmm.
3: yeah yeah like, it, it, can, it can
0: pick it's, up it's, stuff in your environment and you, feed could, you information
4: now, now granted
1: yeah now granted it's super expensive so i mean you're not really yeah you can augment the hogan room with with more stuff how you can have a, a virtual
3: there's, there's, hogan in the hogan yeah. room talking to you
1: there I you. have the standee.
4: It's six foot eight. Standee. That's just the
3: standee though. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Kinda scares you sometimes if the doors open and you walk by or especially at night. I'm going like a half asleep going down for like a cheese stick or something. And like catches what? the corner of my eye, I'm like, ah
0: <laughs> See if you were wearing the glasses and they had night vision built in, you wouldn't have that. I'm
4: not fucking wearing those I'm not I'm not buying them. I, I'm I'm talking I'm, no, I'm talking about when we get to a
0: future where they're just glasses you put on. Not like that. Like I'll be dead you just by put them. glasses
4: on. Well, you will not be dead by then. I Hopefully, I will be.
3: I'll be dead by then.
1: <laughs> no,
4: you, you will not be you dead. You definitely
1: by then. will be. I will definitely be
4: dead. Will both of those
3: deaths be related? Is this something we should.
4: 10 years from now. Ten, like ten year, within 10, ten years, years from now, from now, now he'll, he'll be in a nursing home eating <laughs> dinner at 4 p.m. I don't know what's. Dude, Denzel Washington looks great at 70, okay? He's, he's, Denzel Washington has fuck you money. I don't think MVG is quite there yet. <laughs>
1: He's got a pool. You don't know about me. Yeah,
2: He's got steaks. He's got, he's got steaks. He's, he's
1: got, got a steaks. pool. He's got a pool. He's got a grill. You know, that's oh, all man, man needs man. to live long, bro.
0: He's got a loving wife. Yeah. He's, yeah he's, I, I, I'm i curious how it goes, but right now, I think I'm good with Apple Vision. I wouldn't mind trying it, but I'm not going to even go to the Apple store to do that. So,
1: John, I, I, I say that if you went to an Apple store and you tried one, I swear you're going to walk out with one. I know I, you. I, you. You'll I, buy I, one. I, I'm you not that deep in that. Surprised you didn't get one, John.
0: I'll be honest.
1: Look at price I tag. have done That
0: that's like that price tag. I'd have to come up with like a couple video ideas on the thing. Where I'm like, yeah, this makes sense to do. Because I just I don't really see myself walking around wearing it all the time. Like people show themselves like walking around in their house and they turn and look in a mirror and I'm like, oh, really? That's <laughs> it's just strange to I don't know. Doesn't doesn't line up, but. I mean, the future it could be cool, or who knows, maybe it'll be terrible. <sighs> Apple Vision Pro. Let me go over to, actually, come back to the super chats here. Let's t- let's talk about let's talk about Nintendo because there. Were, I assume this is what Sean's talking about tomorrow. Not not the exact thing, but I assume Sean, you're talking about a a Switch Two article report thing that went up recently. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not getting into the specifics for that sean okay don't worry That's no, fine okay uh i assume that's the universal nintendo one that Correct. went up yeah okay cool that's fine that's fine i i, I know what you're going to talk about in that because i looked at it and i was like yeah yep, that's yep. that's a sean <laughs> video <laughs> so i'll i'll stay away from the 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 part of it that i think you're going to go over but we did have q a we also have sales figures that came out from nintendo and part of the q a which was translated at the time i looked through some of the english stuff and it was a bit off but there was a funny like quote that came out of it uh, which was unique propositions that nintendo was going to offer course, people had fun with that on on social media sure hotels right. are
4: coming back pal
0: thank you <laughs> So they'll be doing unique propositions, uh, but that to overcome the generational transition, which is a challenge, as they outlined, to go from the the switch to the next system, as they kind of faced challenges and had issues going from like the Wii to the Wii U, even the DS to the 3DS sold half as many, sure, and they don't necessarily want to sell half as many as their current switch. Analysts have said that it would sell less technically if it's just an iteration of it and not something groundbreaking again, I guess like introducing something like the hybrid model with the switch hardware now at 139.36 million. Uh, do we think the switch is indeed going to become the best selling system of all time? And does Nintendo need something crazy, uni- a unique proposition for the next system to outsell the current switch with their next one?
1: Maybe. I think it's going to come close to the P- PS2. It's not going to quite get there. I mean, maybe no. it will, uh, you know, uh, if there's a really long tail for the next couple of years. But, I mean, it's going to be right there with the PS2, I feel like. Um, it may get there. Uh, it may not. But either way, you know, phenomenal effort. It doesn't really matter where it where it ends up. I mean, I don't know, John, um, what this, you know, what, what this... Uh, next generation is going to look like and how they're going to you know how it's going to go as far as sales i think it's gonna get a good conversion rate at least initially i think you know nintendo knows exactly what they need to do to sell a lot of units of the next system so i think it's going to do very well um but look this is for a coward's biggest test as the president you know he kind of inherited the switch and he's going to oversee the transition to a new generation. I think he's probably feeling a little nervous about it honestly because you know, Nintendo has not always done very good when it comes to console transitions to the next generation. They've had some stumbles along the way. Um so I think he's you know he's obviously very safe, a very very safe president. We've talked about the way that he kind of runs the show uh, over there. Um I think everything, you know, is probably going to do very well for him, but I think he's probably going to feeling a little nervous about it and definitely his biggest test as as the president for sure.
0: Okay, okay. What do you what do you think what do you think OJ?
2: Uh yeah, in terms of catching PS2, it depends on the the price drops and like the updates like are they going to continue putting stuff on NSO? If they do that and if they do price drops then I think it's going to catch it and it's not going to be like it's it's going to catch it. Um, PS2 is on sale for like 13 years or something like that to get to 155, it's already at 140 in about half that time. So it just depends if Nintendo decides to support it with NSO stuff, maybe a game here to like a casual game here to there, you know, and price drops, like if the price drops and they still continue putting them out, then I think I'll catch it within like 2025, 2026, somewhere in that range, but it depends on that stuff. Like I said. Um, when it comes to the transition, yeah, I mean, they've had some tough transitions before in the past. Um, it looks like they're going to continue with like with the Switch branding and name and uh, games. And I think the biggest situation or the biggest problem that people don't point out um, is that this is their first transition to where it's um, not split, you know? um where they have a portable and home console that's been their biggest issue is just being able to supply games like whether it's like the N64 or outside of like the cartridge stuff and all that like the games being split not having some of your be- biggest system sellers on 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 a system is not good not having Pokemon you know or not having Fire Emblem or not having you know these vi- Animal Crossing like you're you can't do that in today's day and they th- you couldn't do that back then and they ran into those problems this is the first one where they uh, don't have that problem, everything's gonna be on that system, that new system. They don't have to worry about splitting it. So I think it'll be a bit better in, in that regard.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm kind of thinking I, I know unique proposition could be all kinds of stuff because they also mention Nintendo's they have mentioned Nintendo account again, like multiple times as being a big thing for them. Uh they developed Nintendo systems. But I still think there is like some wrinkle that we haven't necessarily thought of, like the 3D that was tacked on with the 3DS. or you could even say the Wii U with the extra screen. Those weren't necessarily great for the transition, but something to basically put on top of the the current uh, concept with the hybrid model. So that's basically what it's gonna hinge on because I feel like if they do an iteration of the current Switch as uh, people are predicting, I think it'll do well. I don't know if it's gonna sell 155 or 160 million. I could see it doing 110 or 120 and that's still really good, but there's that sense of getting the mainstream to want to upgrade because we're all going to upgrade and we'll buy it right away and play it. But it's getting the the moms and the dads to go out and buy it for their kids.
1: It just depends is, on the games.
2: Yeah, you've you got to have it, the software. That's going to yeah. be important. Do they have something that's as compelling as Animal Crossing, you know, was in 2020? Or do they have, you know, um, the other games? Like, do they have something like is Mar- the next Mario Kart? Is that legit a must have that's going to be on every kid's wish list? If that is, then it's going to do really well. Like Mario Kart's huge now at this point, right? So if Mario Kart 10 or 9 or whatever you want to call it comes out and it's just like legit incredible, kids are going to ask for it. Mom mom and dad's going to have to buy the new system to get it. So it's going to depend on that. If it's not worth the upgrade, if they look at the game and be like, eh, I'm okay with Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, then it might not do as well. So the games are going to be super, super, super important.
1: I mean, that, that's, a, that's a really good point. Like they're going to have to figure out a way to get 60 million people off the Switch and get invest in a new Mario Kart game on a new piece of hardware. So whatever the next Mario Kart game is, and of course there is a Mario Kart game that's coming for the new new system. that has to be, they have to figure out a way to get people compelled onto a new Mario Kart game when you've got Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which is, you know, an absolute behemoth.
0: You bring in the other Nintendo characters.
1: I mean, there's definitely Those things Astros they can do out. to make it more compelling. <laughs> um, you know but and I'm oh sure God. that they they know all this stuff but yeah I mean there's so many things. Mario,
2: Kart, Mario Kart Deluxe while it's awesome there's so many missing features from previous Mario Kart games there's so many things they can do the single player in that game is is really bare bones you know there's really nothing so i mean they could turn that into an incredible single player or co-op experience like with Mm. the campaign imagine that with mario kart you know yeah like a diddy but make that like make it like a 20 30 hour thing like make it like a real in-depth stuff i mean there's a bunch of things i don't know if you guys have played tour but there's a bunch of cool stuff on tour you know that they can do in terms of uh gameplay and uh progressions just tour had a bunch of other issues when it comes down to it but tour has a lot of great ideas like all the different outfits and the seasons that stuff is cool right so it's like if they brought that over but left out all the stupid stuff and then brought back some of the stuff from previous you know uh, from like Diddy Kong or from like mission mode right like mission mode is there's there's no mission mode in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe right so it's like stuff like that could be really big and um you know and good for the next Mario Kart game to help
0: you do like a Mario Kart battle royale just stuff like 100 people racing around a the track
2: Keep they could revamp the battle they can revamp the battle mode like the battle modes in there and like I've never liked battle mode that much I mean I liked it a little bit when I was younger but like the battle mode I, I played it a bit i'm like yeah i'm good so th- that needs a full revamp the battle mode is just boring it still plays like it's like i'm a super nintendo you know and it has less feature like less features than i think like the gamecube like the gamecube one had like more modes or it had like different types like better variety of modes so it's like my car 8 deluxe it's, it's great and it's awesome and it's been supported for a decade or whatever but like man there's so much stuff they can do like it's they haven't even scratched the surface in my opinion so to me there should be plenty of ideas to make the next Mario Kart game incredible. They've had so much time. I don't think there's any excuses with with that game, particularly, you know, like to be bare bones or to not have like way more than what Mario Kart 8 Deluxe had in terms of like feature set, right? And like content Um, in terms of just like modes and things like that. Obviously that characters maybe doesn't have all the characters they have or all the stages uh, because of the DLC, but man, there's, I I can go on a million for a million years about how Mario Kart can be better. (laughs) Maybe it's for a video.
0: Yeah, I think Mario Kart is the one. I feel like that's the one you launch with, like, outright. Here's a new Mario Kart. It's going to sell stupid amounts. And then you launch a 3D Mario the next year or something. Or, yeah, I guess, technically, like, early into the next year or something like that. So Mario Kart's the one. But it's... I mean, hey, the thing is, right now, people keep doubling down on the idea of March. So if if that is the case, we are a month and a half, at the most, away from seeing whatever this thing is. So that'll be... It's going to be an interesting year So when we do finally see that because I'm ready to get some tangible information around this thing already. Let me take a look at some of the Super Chats. This is one I saw in here that I definitely wanted to bring up because it, once again, has to do with Xbox, but it's uh, it's, it's actually a pretty funny question. Uh, this is from, this was from Herbie who says, Using Steam Deck's UI, if Valve made a console, would Twitter lose their mind? Sony Xbox first party being on there, the market would be hilarious. Marketing would be hilarious. You know, Valve is kind of positioned to do it if they wanted to at this at this point. They have the relationship with AMD. They have a handheld. They could. I, I don't. I mean, they don't even really have to make a lot of games right now. They, they, you know, they they of course maintain their games on on Steam, but they could make a box that's decent enough in terms of uh, in terms of power, put it out there, and say, here's here's a here's a box that'll play your Steam games under your TV without having I mean, you build a little custom pc i wouldn't mind seeing that i think that'd be interesting
3: and the steam deck was their i guess second attempt at it their first one was outsourcing which that was a shit show but steam deck definitely kicked the door did in do that
0: yeah. yeah steam deck's done way better than when they tried to outsource oh, yeah. it to anyone and everyone so i i wouldn't that, mind seeing that, that, that outsourcing
2: crap never worked I, like we've had companies do that before like what 3do when some that's or phillips that stuff yep. never works. I don't know why they decided that, but Steam Deck's way better. So yeah, I agree.
3: Well, the outsourcing was more to like cut the overhead and to see what comes out of it because there might have been some things that happened where they were like, oh, we could we could use this in a future thing we do in house, and I guess that was probably an easy way to do like cheap research. Mm. Understandable.
0: Yeah. Put out there for for Valve. I think that is something that people would be somewhat interested in because when you build a PC to put under your TV, it just it never quite feels like it should be under your TV. No matter how much you try to dress it up and set it up with the OS when you first turn it on, it's just not, it's pretty obvious it's not for the TV, but that that would be, I would just be curious to see it happen. This is from Schultz who says, I remember thinking blurry games and 30 FPS on console would be a thing of the past. How naive I was. Well, if you keep putting out stronger and stronger systems and uh, developers want to use more and more of the power, so... And how it goes, unfortunately. Uh, Kaladin says, "Did Max lead the spawn cast? No, definitely not. He's he's uh been taking a break, doing other things in life right now. So he he keeps mentioning like moving around. He's got stuff going on, but he'll be back at some point. You'll see him around." The casual noob gamer says, "Switch to reveal commercial at Super Bowl. I think. I don't Know about that one, but that no. would." That that would that would bust up the internet pretty good. I'll say that. that that would be interesting. But I don't I don't know. I wonder if we'll see any. Who do you think is most likely Sony, Microsoft, game. Nintendo to run a commercial tomorrow?
1: Oh,
2: those prices are insane.
0: Oh, what is it this year? Did, I didn't it's, even see what the price. I, see I could see was.
1: Microsoft do a Game Pass commercial. Millions. I'm serious. Microsoft I could see Gaming them doing
0: commercial. One. Oh, Game Pass. I, <laughs> yeah, I could
1: I could see them do that.
0: Let me see what the cost is. This year, it's uh okay. Ads cost about sixteen point eight million dollars. Yeah, it's insane. That is something.
2: Tickets. Oh. Thirty
0: second commercial. Yeah, wow. I I feel like if if any uh, out of the three, it'd probably be Sony who would do it.
3: Think sure. so? No, I do think Game Pass would be the more appropriate since you're not limited to just a console.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, either way, they could Microsoft just put things like Call of Duty out there. Although, we don't know what that is with Game Pass yet. But, yeah, I mean, I guess it could be Microsoft. I, I was kind of thinking Sony might just try to throw Spider-Man and stuff up next to their PlayStation 5 in front of you or, or anything like that. Final Fantasy, I don't know. Or just one of their Greatness Awaits commercials. This is from Alan, who says, thanks for all the hard work, the work you do. I look forward to your podcast every week. Dark Dream says, after Don Matrick in 2013, I'm still surprised the Xbox brand is still alive. To be honest, he went full stupid, I thought, and he just screwed up, Xbox. <laughs> okay. So let me ask you, I'll ask you guys this. Was that 2013 reveal, like the most damaging thing we've ever seen in video game history?
1: Yep. It was the beginning of
2: the end of Xbox for me. It, it was It was pretty damn damaging. I mean, but they still sold 50 million consoles for how damaging back, it was.
0: I went back and watched it again, and then we looked at the launch lineup for the Xbox One, and the launch lineup was actually decent. Like, it
1: was just, pretty good. Oh, dude, the launch lineup for the, uh, the the VCR is very good. Very good. Like, yeah, people yeah. seem to forget, but, like, the problem is it just, it was the beginning of a really, really bad era but, Xbox
2: I think it wasn't necessarily that it was Microsoft's output. Halo didn't live up to what people felt Halo should be, right? Yeah. Fable was canceled. They had no. That was supposed to be big. I played a Fable game at E three, you know, (laughs) and it never came out. So no Fable. Um, they didn't have the exclusives to really drive, uh, what they wanted to do. If the exclusives were better, I think they could have overcame. That um, you know, more I mean they had gears and gears was good, but gears didn't have the same impact that it had on the 360, you know? Um, so I think it was more of the exclusives, more of the so more of that the, than anything.
1: The system launched well. I remember playing a lot of the launch games that came out, like Forza was a launch game, I think Dead yeah. Rising 3 may have been one, yep. Crimson was. Dragon was another, Killer Instinct was another one that got it got like Rise really yeah, Rise was was a good one as well. Um but then I remember just kind of waiting around for new games to come. And yeah. I don't know, like I, I think the next game I played was like Sunset Overdrive, which came like a couple of years later, maybe. And I ca- I played a couple of games, but at that point I was playing most of them on PlayStation because if you recall, like 900p was kind of the PS4 resolution and 720p was like what most third party games were outputting on the on the one. And performance was was not great on either system, to be honest. But I just kind of just started gravitating towards PlayStation 4 at that point. I think a lot of people did as well. They kind of lost confidence with the Xbox brand and just kind of moved away. The Kinect stuff obviously didn't help either. The Don Matrix stuff was was terrible. Um, so, yeah, it just wasn't a good time, you know, for Xbox overall.
0: Track it back, MVG. The Kinect really messed them up
4: yeah oh
1: so yeah it must
0: have been nintendo's fault the whole time with the way gotta go all the <laughs> way back to that that connect they the connect actually sold well for them the original one i think it sold like seven and a half or eight million units or something and uh they looked at that and probably were like oh this works let's uh let's make it mandatory for our next hey, system <laughs> the
3: 360
0: connect yeah that's so that i, sold I like- looked it up that's like 20 million, right? Oh, was it more than that? I remember yeah, 7.5 like t- million or something. The Connected Ventures uh, sold
2: like 20 million with it. I think it sold like 20 million.
0: Man, that, that messed them up. That messed them up. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but that was I, on 360 uh, though. Those. Yeah, that's yeah. what they, the 360 yeah. Connect. The
2: 360 yeah. Connect sold like 20 million,
1: yeah. right?
0: Yeah, yeah, that that messed them up to where they must have had a lot of confidence in it. And they're like, this is it. We need this to be paired. It needs to be integrated with the next system. And I feel like that... I know the DRM stuff gets a lot of, uh, people point that out a lot, but once they told you, we're gonna put this camera in your house and it's always on and always connect to the internet, that I think that freaked some people well,
3: out. Well, that freaks some people was, out, but then uh, then they started to reveal, I guess, the uh, there was all that copyright and stuff or trademark stuff about, it looks in your room to see what you have to try to advertise it to you, so it'll see the sodas you have. If yeah, you buy DLC, yeah, if you buy DLC for uh, Gears of War, and then somebody you're playing with comes in to play with you, and they don't have the DLC, it won't let you play until they buy the DLC. There is so much
1: weird stuff where you're like, no, this is bad. Yeah, you know one feature I really liked on the Kinect? That snap feature where you could snap something to the on the right-hand yeah, I side? about
0: that a couple of weeks ago. I missed that. That, that was a cool what?
1: feature. That was a cool feature.
0: They should bring it back.
1: No, then they don't need to. Let us plug our TV into
0: it, too. Like but like that, I mean, that,
1: that was the thing. Like they, they just kind of lost focus. Like it, you know, they wanted to become more of an entertainment. You know, the X, the Xbox One to be more of an entertainment center TV? that did everything. TV. And it didn't do anything particularly well. Even like the TV side of it, the VCR or the you know the the DVR aspect of it, the connect aspect of it, and it didn't really do anything very well. It was just kind of sluggish and and you know not fleshed yeah. out
0: that so i looked it up just to double check oj you're right the the connect sold 24 million units as of february 2013 it sold 8 million units in its first 60 days on the market yeah it actually holds the record for being the fastest selling consumer electronics device in the guinness book of world records
3: yeah i knew that it connect did really well
2: because that connected Adventures, because everyone was playing that like broke that. into the mainstream, you know, people were families were playing that and I remember it selling incredibly well. I, I remember Microsoft, I think maybe even announcing it. I don't know if it was like edit E3. But I just remember covering it on my website at the time. And I was just like, dang, the really people really like connect, you know, but it was optional. So that's why I was like, I didn't understand the whole mandatory thing, you know, it was optional last time, why make it mandatory and jump the price of the system. So
0: yeah, the original, we saw that, um, that slot, those slides that got out there, MEG, where it was mm-hmm. for the Xbox 720. And their yep. original plan was to launch the thing at $300. Man, I, I can't yeah. believe that. That's they, yeah. they, they should they have really trusted, messed that up.
2: They should have trusted the process. They They should have trusted the process because that was what it was for the 360. Have affordable pricing, you know, have two different models, um, you know, have optional stuff that people can pick up later, you know, if you want this hard drive, or if you want, you know, you can use your SD memory. It was, it was very versatile, you know, and they locked everything down for the Xbox one. And I, and I still don't understand why, you know?
0: (laughs) Counterpoint Don Matrick says, I'm sorry for what I did in 2013. Do you think I should return and take my old job back? You know what? Why not? Come on back Don Matrick. We could, they they need you. (laughs) They need your help. Uh what a, that is so wild that they come off the 360 and absolutely obliterate that entire section in the span of an hour for a presentation. Uh this is uh this one is from The Casual Noob Gamer says if you bought a Vision Pro would you open it up? I saw guy fixed it did it. It looks like something that would have a really difficult time going back together. And if you got it back together, it'd always be like, ah, you can kind of feel that this got taken apart. So I don't know that that's tough. That's up in the air at $3,500. I don't know.
1: Go get the Apple sponsorship,
0: right? I did Apple Carcade. Come on, send it over. There you go. Johnny says a uh, great job, everyone. What up? OJ excited. My uh, ex let, let me use their PS4 because they have a PS5, no more locked into Nintendo switch only happy days. Has a whole library of games out there to explore, Johnny. Check them out. and Shaw. Oh, <laughs> <Hey>, fun. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Final. You said Final Seven Remake still looks good.
2: No, it does. Yeah, it just does. <laughs> oh, no, no, it, looks, it looks great. It does look good. It looks, looks great. <laughs> Ca- Callen Shaw. Have fun does. for real.
0: john i told i told you to play assassin's creed vr last year it's good but had to drop it for asgard's wrath 2 which i play daily since december until i rolled credits last weekend great game vr is not a fad it's marketed bad by non-gamers like zuckerberg
1: (laughs) no that's listen i played i've played half-life alex on quest 2 uh the whole game i thought it was phenomenal loved every minute of it. the problem with vr talked about this before sean touched on it it's It's not something that will ever take over gaming. It just sits on the side to kind of compliment. But the real problem is it's very hard to sell VR to people that don't know what VR is. Um, Like, you know, you can talk about an amazing experience, an amazing game like Asgard's Wrath 2. But to me, um, I'm just like, okay, that sounds cool, I guess, but I'm going to just go about my business and play regular games. Like trying to sell VR, it's such a personal kind of... Emotional, uh, emotional experience to everyone that experiences VR. And I don't really know how you advertise and market that to people that don't really know, what, know what VR is. It's it, the way that it gets mainstream is if once again, it doesn't look so
2: damn stupid and dorky with the big old huge heavy headset and all that type of stuff. If they get it like the Apple Pro, but you get it like glasses, I think that would be a cool way for people to interact. You put apps in there, you, you do other things. But the way that it's constructed right now, there's no way in hell like like my wife or, you know, kids are going to be able to play this for a long time. I mean, it's going to jack their eyes up, you know, so it's like you can't people are sitting there saying, oh, it's 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 not a fat. Yeah, it is. Until they actually make it better. Nobody's going to want to wear that. People didn't even want to wear glasses for a 3D TV, you know, so if they're not going to want to wear glasses for, you know, like for a 3D TV, why are they going to want to wear some big ass Headset, just because y'all like dorky stuff like that, doesn't mean everybody else is going to do that. So that's what people got to realize. Like, nobody wants to wear that crap on a wide scale, you know? Like, look at the PSVR two; it's getting its ass whooped. Like, it's getting yeah, I don't know what happened right to that now. Thing.
0: That thing. That's, that's supposed
2: died. to be the best VR headset or one of the best VR headsets, right? ps 5s popular. People I aren't buying a,
1: that. I, I have, have a it PSV... with PS5. I have a PSVR one, and I didn't buy a PSVR two. I think a lot of people are in the same camp as me.
0: Yeah, I you know. I do wonder if they were able to make everything backwards compatible from one to two, if that would have made it a little more interesting for people to go to. But the fact that I see people who had the PSVR one who are like, "Nah, eh, I'm good." It's like, "Ooh, wow, okay." There's yeah. uh
2: that would have been better though. Like the backward the backwards compatibility thing is
1: is baffling. You know,
0: yeah, it's Situation. unfortunate. Just open yeah.
1: it up as well. Like open it up to PC. Like yeah. yes, don't it needs it, to go to PC. I, I get it. You know. Closing out your console um, and your operating system, that's fine, but you know, if you're gonna sell a, PS, a VR headset, make it accessible on PC. I might be a bit more interested because I do have like a meta quest, you know?
2: So if if it was opened up to PC, especially now that I'm actually getting more into it, I'd be like, okay, I might think about it more, you know? But just locking it down to PS5 with potential, to, you know, uh, nah, that's not because like, you know, PC, you can get a bunch of different stuff, you know, it's open. So it'd be more enticing, but not locking it down just to PS5. Nah.
0: Or we just get the point where these low power chips become so advanced that it's just all in one and it plays Half-Life Alex without needing anything else. Like it just the headset plays it. Yeah. So.
2: Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah.
0: Dark like, type says Full, fully expecting Xbox to be out of the console space by 2030 or my money back guarantee.
1: No, I don't No, I don't think so That's not going to happen you, you don't make these investments, you know, just to be gone in six years They're going to be around for a while I don't know what they're going to look like in 2030, but they'll
3: still be around Yeah, they could do something crazy, like a tiny little box that's $100 That just plays all their Game that's Pass it. stuff, that's it
2: Just built into TV, just built straight up oh, yeah. Xbox chip, built into your TV Just does everything right from there
0: also from dark type says also with nintendo seemingly announcing their next console soon do you think they would get into vr for real and not be made out of cardboard uh i don't know I, we just mentioned it I, I, it's a lot of apprehension right now in the space around vr so yeah. i don't know i don't know i doubt it We'd like I more doubt of an experiment they if they wouldn't do something yeah I,
2: mean, I, I doubt it just because vr is expensive and it's not a huge market there's no point in investing in vr right now until you know that it's going to be a thing you know
0: Okay, fun topic as, we, as we're as we finishing up here. This was a survey that was released by Capcom, and it caught people's attention because they listed a lot of different titles here, franchises, some that we haven't seen in a while, and they specifically asked people to choose a game or an IP. They would like to see a modern follow-up, a spin-off, uh, something like that from, and I've listed all of them here, and there, there were quite a few. Some... I'm not even aware of. So I, I don't know if there's like uh, the one at the bottom. I don't even know how to pronounce it. But I saw things like uh, Akami was on there, Darkstalker, Animusha. They, were, they put Street Fighter on there. I feel like that's more the spin off territory because we just got Street Fighter. But I don't know. Maybe they wanted a Street Fighter RPG or something. Uh, Dino Crisis on there, Dead Rising, Devil May Cry, and the list goes on here. Which game are you greenlighting? Palstone. Spinoff, Remake. Brand new game.
1: Power Stone. What'd you say? Power Stone.
2: Okay, yes, Power Stone's very good, but man, Dino Crisis, complete Dino Crisis 2 remake or Dino Crisis one and two HD for the first one, then complete remake like RE2 for the second game. Mm. That would be incredible. Power Stone. Yes, I would love I would love that. But man, Dino Crisis, dude, that would be Dino Crisis is legit like goaded, man. Dino Crisis two to be in, in, you know, that game is so good. Uh, so I would love that, man.
0: I'm going to I'm going to go with a new Okami game. Ooh. I was looking Commies. through their on their platinum list. It's number forty eight at two point three million for the HD version. So there is still at least some. That's the HD version. There's at least still some interest. People remember it, and I think that would be a cool game to use the RE engine for. Yeah, and be- I bring that up because RE engine's been used in some more interesting ways. Now we had it with Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection, which is like this two D. Looking game, right? But they were able to use the re engine for that, and they also used it in Ghost Trick, which is very strong. I did not expect that, so I I feel like that'd be a cool game to show off their engine in a unique way with kind of that uh, that watercolor look. And I think there would still be an audience that would show up to at least buy. I'm gonna say a couple million copies. Of, I don't know how well it would do, um but I I think it would do well enough for them to get their money back and maybe revive this franchise that. It's just always on. It's always like ten bucks on Switch, PlayStation, Xbox, whatever. It's always cheap, but people still buy it. So that's that's kind of my thing. I understand Dino Crisis, which two point four million copies, so it's right there with it. We see Ari, we see the RE remake stuff. It would work so well, but I'm going with Okami. I think that'd be cool. They didn't put versus Capcom on there. I don't know what they would put up against it. It's always Marvel. I don't know but it was interesting uh, survey that went out there. So people should check it out. You can go through it and you can vote for the game you want. I don't know if it'll ever turn into anything, but they're at least collecting information. So there you have it. Sean is gone.
3: He said his his internet went out.
0: out. Oh, his internet went out. I was going to ask if he was going to do the after Sean. I guess, uh, I guess he's not his
3: ISP chose for him.
0: Okay. There, (laughs) there you go. That's, uh, that's it. Let me see. I got everything here. Okay, cool. Still plenty of time, MVG. You can play Helldivers too.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna play John. But thank you. <laughs> Appreciate the heads up. I may get it if it's you know when it goes on sale later I'm there down for go. Helldivers too.
0: <laughs> they they OJ will play. See? Oh
2: yeah. I'm right. down, no, I, I've been playing it this whole time. It's great.
0: <laughs> let me uh let me go Motherfuck. around here as we as we finish up. I'm gonna start with Evan this time though. Evan, mm-hmm. where can everyone find you?
3: Oh, on YouTube. Twitter, Instagram, pretty much anywhere. Kim Ricks Project. Uh, if you're into tabletop games, stuff like that. Um, got into, learned a new one yesterday. Yeah, and probably put a video out for it soonish. Get a battle report up. But yeah, we just release videos, do streams, paint models, talk strategy, have some fun.
0: Good stuff, good stuff. Yeah, check Evan out over on his uh, channel. A lot of tabletop stuff over there. It's good stuff. And let me go over to OJ. Yeah,
2: you can find me right here on YouTube, Player Essence. I cover a lot of uh, RPG and Nintendo stuff. I got some cool stuff, secret, top secret stuff that's going down probably next week. Uh, So look out for the channel for that. Um, I pretty much stream daily. uh, So if you're into live streams, having fun, talk about random stuff talk about video games rpgs all that stuff i do that on uh, the channel as well players And thank you guys for everybody that came over we run the pre-show as well uh spawncast pre-show we had like 500 people or near that somewhere 400 something 500 people in there so yeah if you want to hang out before the spawncast as well i run that too so thank you for having me on john i appreciate it thank you guys for putting up with uh putting up with me for the two hours
0: mvg what about you you did so you're playing retro emulators on your n64 over there today
1: Yep. Got a video today about playing emulators on the greatest console ever, the Nintendo 64. <laughs> Check that out. And, uh, I got more content coming up. I had a bit of a break, um, over the last couple of weeks, but I got some cool content coming up over the next few weeks. You can find me on Twitter at Modern Vintage G and YouTube Modern Vintage Gamer. Thanks for having me on. What
0: made you, uh, what made you put a video out today?
1: Of, uh, uh, well, this one's, monday, right? yeah this one's been in the works for a while i just wanted to get it out because uh, i hadn't like uploaded for like 12 days so i thought i'm not gonna wait till monday i'm just gonna drop drop it today so uh, um, right, early yeah.
4: release early release very yep, good Yep.
1: Yeah. but i got video uh coming out next week and kind of just continue on from there
0: okay awesome stuff awesome stuff all right thanks everyone for joining us tonight shinru said anyone here play foam stars thoughts on it well, we yes, played uh, it. And we uninstalled it. We even talked the about it at the top of the show, Shinru. If you uh, if you want to go back to the beginning, we we uh, uh, buried it for about five minutes. So, <laughs> thanks uh for tuning in. Shadow Mass says Mega Man Legends wasn't on the list. That's because they're making the collection. Mega Man Legends one, two, and then Misadventures Tron Bon. And they're gonna attack on the Mega Man three Legends three demo, and they're just gonna rename it something else. So that'll be the collection. It'll come out next year. Okay, cool. Thanks everyone for joining us. We'll be back next Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Sounds like there's going to be a lot to go over. Should be a lot of fun. We'll see you guys then.